Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Unlimited Abundance. I am so joyful to be here with you right now for a new episode of the podcast. I know we returned for season three. I had a bit of a mini break, but I am so glad to be back here with you today. So many different things to share, so many things to talk about. So I'm so honored that you're tuning in. A few things. So I just ran the first Your Quantum Leap retreat in Sedona in March. It was March 13th through March 17th. And I know some of you guys came from the podcast who were there. So it's just so amazing to hear that some of you people who listen to the podcast um, are becoming immersed in my work. It's, it was so amazing to meet you if you were there. And I'm so inspired for the next retreat that we have, which is our summer Sedona retreat. Um, The next retreat, if you didn't get a chance to come to this one, is going to be July 1st through July 3rd. So it's a three-day immersive weekend retreat in the summer in Sedona. It is going to be absolutely amazing. We opened the doors to that because there was a high demand for it. We weren't planning to open doors until like actually about right about now and um, we ended up opening doors even before we left for the retreat because a lot of people who weren't able to make it to the march one really just wanted to make sure they could come to the next one these retreats are super intimate because i do hands-on energy work and you know we go through so i mean they're packed it's like we do energy healing sound healing we go in the vortexes we do ceremonies we do rituals we do breath work we eat nourishing food we dance we laugh we cry we sing like it's absolutely amazing maybe not sing i sing in the evenings after everyone's gone (laughs) um but it's it's absolutely amazing and so if you didn't get a chance to come or if you're if you're listening to this for the first time and you're like what a retreat what are you talking about I host really amazing, beautiful retreats, if I do say so myself. Um, The next one is going to be in Sedona, like the March one was. Sedona is a powerful energetic vortex, and it does so much of the work for me in a way because it is so healing to be there. It's really like being in a different world. Any of everyone who was there, we were talking about it. Like when you're there, you just feel like you're in a different world. Like, for example, I, I live in Los Angeles. I love Los Angeles but you really do feel like you're in the world, which is really great. There's a lot of movement, things are happening, you know, it feels lively and it's beautiful. But in Sedona, you feel like you have this space to be removed from the world and to just kind of process and transform your life and heal and shift and return back. So I would love for you to come. We wanted to announce this early. Also, I know a lot of you guys, if you're taking work off or if you're planning travels for the summer, um, I wanted to make sure that this was on your radar so you had a chance to book if you're able to come. We don't have a date where doors are going to close because this one we're going to close as soon as it sells out. So... If you know for sure you want to come, I'll have a link in the keynotes of this podcast um, where you can find the booking link. You can read more about it. Um, Yes, it is quite amazing. Um, Food is included while you're there during the retreat. Um, If you need to be picked up and brought to the location where we're doing it, we have transportation available for you if you stay in the Bell Rock area. And other other than that, like your hotel and your travel are your own booking, your own responsibility. But while you're there, we accommodate you you know like i said with nourishing delicious food and transport um most people this time rented a car so it seems a lot of people are going to be doing that um sedona is two hours or so away about from phoenix so you land into phoenix and then you rent a car and then you just hop on the road and before you know it you're there 
Or if you're in Arizona, if you're in Arizona, then it's a really quick drive. We had an amazing woman there this time who was in Scottsdale, so for her it was really perfect. It was a quick, quick drive. I was like, this is an amazing retreat. You can just keep coming back to because it's so close. But yeah, you fly into Phoenix Airport and then you just rent a car and you drive on down to Sedona. Or if you're not wanting to rent a car, there are shuttle services that are I think about sixty dollars or so. The ones that I've seen that'll take you into Sedona into your into your location, and then we can pick you up from your place and drop you off after the retreat. But I do know um, that a lot of people do like to explore all the crystal shops, all the beautiful other hikes around there, coffee shops, everything like that. Um, just want to explore the area in general. So I do suggest if you're wanting to be a little bit more of an explorer to rent a car. But yeah, I just would love to see you in July. Uh, so I just wanted to throw that in there. So that was uh, I was away then. And then last week, I really just had a week to kind of recuperate in a way. It was a lot of it was so life changing and so beautiful. But of course, a huge energetic investment on my behalf you know driving all the way to Sedona hosting this prepping for the space hosting the space closing out the space you know packing everything up driving back so that's why we haven't had an episode in about two weeks which feels odd right but we're back and I really want to talk about airy season um, today on the podcast and just a few pointers that maybe you didn't know about um, so I, if you were, if you were inside the ceremony, um, I host ceremonies every month, a new moon ceremony each month, and then a specialty ceremony, you can join through one-time tickets, or you can join the membership for it, which is called Divinity. So perhaps you already have heard of it, or maybe you're, you're already inside. Divinity is a global community where we get to come together for ceremonies. So if you're not inside, definitely something you want to check out. But I was speaking about this a lot in last month's ceremonies as we were closing out Pisces season, right? And Pisces, traditionally rules the 12th house or the significator of the um the, the various terminology for it but it basically is it, it, it's the ruler of the 12th house right so we it's really the finishing of of the astrological new year right so we started at the first house which is aries and we go all the way through you know the entire zodiac aries taurus gemini cancer leo you know we go through the entire um entire part of the zodiac and then we come back around through pisces and so that's why mid-march it feels kind of like a lot of reflection and almost a closing out because we you know in the world view like december as the end of the year which is interesting because astrologically speaking it's not the end of the year yet and Sagittarius is actually quite an expansive energy it's like um you know it's a teacher it's the teacher it's traveling it's knowledge it's taking big risks and you know all of those kinds of things and so this is why oftentimes in December it doesn't feel like an ending of a year like we I don't know perhaps maybe for you it does but a lot of people don't really feel it energetically it's like a conclusion in a way and that's because we're still energetically speaking when we look at cycles we're not at the end and this is why around march and pisces season pisces season has a kind of a negative connotation at times because it does bring up all the shit in your subconscious it brings up your patterns your doubts your fears all those things that you were ignoring when you were taking action and living life and doing things pisces asks you to slow down and is like wait a minute here are all the things under the surface because it knows and you as an energetic cosmic being know that Aries season is next so you know that ooh, we're about to go into a new chapter we're about to go into a new cycle and so if I want to go into this next cycle as like for example if you're gonna get your picture taken at, on school day back in school you'd probably shower and look your best that day right 
you knew that this picture would be perhaps in the yearbook or wherever it would be and it would be you know kept and so for that occasion you'd want to prepare to look your best well Aries season is like picture day right it's like life knows that we're about to enter a new cycle and it wants you not just to look your best but it wants you to be your best and so that's really the beautiful and the divine invitation here so that's why all that stuff comes up and this is why the retreat was such a beautiful timing because we got to host the retreat during this really potent space of reflection and of rebirth and releasing and also coming into something new and it was yeah the duchess which is beautiful timing and in july will be i believe it'll be during cancer season so again like that feminine watery nourishing nurturing space uh so beautiful like very motherly energy and that'll be just really amazing to host that space during such like a a heart opening time you know it'd be different to host a retreat during like gemini season or something like that um, but yeah, so it's really, really beautiful. And so if, if in March you were feeling this way, like you were feeling like stuck or like things were coming up and you just didn't feel like yourself, a lot of people who I work with report like, they're like, I just don't feel like myself. I don't feel like myself. And it's like, because parts of you are dying off because parts of you that you identify with or cling on to so tightly that don't serve you, they want to go as well. They want to be released. They want to be freed. And so the things were falling away, you know, like li- releasing limiting beliefs, releasing patterns, releasing things that don't serve you. And I know it's like sounds like cliche talk, but truly like being like, okay, what do I want to leave behind? As I enter this new cycle, who do I want to be? Who do I want to become? And focusing more on who you're becoming than who you've been. This is a really big theme. I'm just going to say that one more time. Focusing on who you're becoming more than who you've been. That's going to allow you to shift your energy from living in the past slash now or like kind of narrative most people like live in the past and then kind of in the now but to shift you into a present future state of living so you're living in the now and you're also so aligned with your future so connected to your future self and what we label as future right in linear time but a ultimate a higher version of yourself a more realized a more actualized version of yourself perhaps a more integrated version of yourself you're anchoring into this higher self version this higher self and you're taking action in the now from that space which that's what quantum leaping is it dissolves time such um such a powerful thing to understand and so now we're in Aries season right as I'm recording this we're in Aries season and we feel that fire again we feel that passion again we're beginning to get that energy Aries traditionally is a masculine energy right fire is a masculine energy and so it's much easier to access this side of us so those of us that are masculine more masculine energetically based we might we love this season because it empowers us to be in that action taking goal oriented state and those of us who are more in a feminine state this is also really empowering because it's giving you a chance to begin to integrate the other archetype to begin to integrate the version of you that likes to take action to begin to integrate the version of you that risks that takes leaps that is bold in the fire and with this i want to share a few recommendations the first is to also with the spring equinox we just had the spring equinox ceremony if you're hearing like ceremony you're like what is she talking about and you're a little bit if you're more new like i said i host monthly ceremonies um you can get you make you can make sure you get access to them by joining divinity because you'll automatically get a pdf at the beginning of every month with the links for the zoom and you'll get the full replays you'll have a link for the container where you'll receive the full replay so you're like guaranteed in otherwise you can watch on my instagram for when i announce the one-time ticket option so that you don't miss out 
I'll people message me, oh, I missed this one or I missed this one. And I mean, I totally understand, but the ways you cannot miss them is by you know, staying up to date and just checking when I announce them and just checking my link tree. I really keep my link tree and my bio quite updated because we move quickly, right? We have a new moon and we have the next ceremony and, you know, I have so many different offerings and things like that. So I really try to keep it up to date for you. So we have the spring equinox, right? March 21st, beautiful balancing of light and dark. I spoke about, about more about the spring equinox and what this means for us as a collective and perhaps what it means for you inside that ceremony. So, um, that that's that um but it really basically is a again that a big symbolism there's so much symbolism in the equinox a the first symbolism is integrating our light and our dark side right the sides that we love the integrated the effortless effervescent sides of ourselves and the darker sides of ourselves the parts of ourselves that maybe critique ourselves or judge ourselves or habits we have and i can give you a personal example i you know, I like to think that I really don't have that many bad habits. I feel like I'm quite self-aware, always, you know, working on myself, et cetera, et cetera, right? But I do have this habit of when I'm overthinking, I'll like pick at my face. It's so, it's, I don't know what it is. I don't even know when it started because I don't remember doing it until recently. Like if I start really like thinking, I'm very, I'm, I'm a Gemini sun, right? I'm very mercurial. Um, I'm have, I'm just very, I have a lot of, you know, I have a lot of earth in my chart. I have my Mars in Virgo. I have my Mercury in Taurus, my moon in Capricorn. So my, my, I'm very like, I like to, like, I like to understand theories and philosophies and then I make them tangible, which is why I think uh, my courses have had such life-changing success for people globally is because I'm able to take these kind of etheric, mm, can't grab them kind of concepts and arrange them a in an organized and tangible way and in an applicable way and in a in a way where you see results in your life right and I think that a lot of people who I resonate with other teachers and leaders who I resonate with have a similar approach of taking these kind of complex perhaps energetic or esoteric theories I'm making them kind of organized um but whenever I'm like thinking I would notice that I would pick up my face like it was just it was so subtle like it was not like I would you know go hard but I would just notice I would like fiddle around with my face and I take such good care of my skin and so it would really make a difference when I would just pick at it like I have honestly a lit skincare routine and get facials I'm very much into taking care of my skin and I'm really quite educated I would say at least in my opinion to for for uh you know someone who's not like an esthetician in the skin even though i'm sure there's so 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 much to learn if you have any recommendations on books about skin maybe if you're an esthetician i would love to learn more oh sorry i just touched the microphone i'm so passionate about that but i would learn i would begin like i would do all this healthy stuff for my skin girl i have the silk pillows i have the blue light red light then the then the, like the little what's that tool called the zip have the the other men nano microcurrent tool somewhere like I have the gua sha, I have the rubber cupping, the glass cupping, I have the ice roller, like, <laughs> if you know me, you know what I'm talking about, and then I would pick at my skin, which is such a subtle form of self-sabotage, it's like I would do this extensive stuff for my skin, you know, 850 MG, MGO Manuka honey masks, which I highly recommend, it's very antibacterial, so if you have any breakouts, or just in general, I mean, in general, it's really good, but I like it for breakouts, like, um, I use the activist brand Honey, and I put it all over my face, and it's just so good, but it was a light form of self-sabotage right like I would do all this amazing stuff for my skin and then like I would overthink and I'd pick at it and I'd catch myself and it became really prevalent to me around the spring equinox I started like noticing myself do it my husband we have like this thing where he smacks my hand if he sees me pick at my face and my sister would do it would, would like want to do that when we were at the retreat like I would just start picking 
in my face and just like as a shadow side and it's like this like it was like a slight self-sabotage like I mean I know it's maybe reading for some people this might be reading too deep but to me I just like to look at things energetically and from various levels and so I was like this is like so bizarre like I'm doing all this stuff but then I'm like self-sabotaging and I'm doing it when I'm like lightly I don't say anxious because I, I don't that's like such a strong word but I'm thinking about something so I don't know like I have very my mind which is you know like people oftentimes associate being too much in their mind with anxiety so like almost like a very light anxiousness or very like a light OCD I don't know how else to describe it like a mild anxiousness it doesn't feel even accurate saying it but it's the closest thing I can describe to it I pick up my face and that became so prevalent to me around the spring equinox and now like I'm learning that as soon as I start thinking and like how do I say overthinking because it sounds negative but sometimes I'm just processing like I'm like reading about different theories and philosophies and I'm listening to things and my mind is like computing all of it and how to store it and organize the way and then how to later, later share it or like at least to store it in that moment and instead I put my like right hand over my heart and my left hand over my belly and I just breathe while I think instead of picking at my face so it's a very light example but it's just integrating the light and the dark side uh, the dark sides of ourselves and like not going too much into one extreme like not really seeing and also it's also a symbol which leads me next thing of the feminine and the masculine archetype and this is very prevalent i taught my six-month mastermind and coaching certification program on that sunday so the 20th and this is the theme we really talk about feminine energetics especially um because it's so we really right now see a lot of unintegration in the feminine and the masculine and no one's perfect so it's so unfair to say like oh i have my masculine feminine perfect union like no it's a constant um desire and a constant realignment to that and sometimes you go more out of you move out of alignment or move out of harmony and then you move back in but it's the awareness and i'm talking about a little bit more about that today as well but it really was illustrating where we're out of balance where we're either too much in our masculine where we're getting burnt out where we don't feel inspired where we don't feel pleasure where we don't feel juicy yummy sexy or where we just begin to feel like we're these working machines and what's the point and then there's you don't want to want to take days off and do nothing or at least even even a day and then there's the archetype of the feminine which is un, can, the kind of the shadow of the feminine which can become I mean there's a lot you could talk about but where you become very passive and you don't take any action you just daydream you just let life pass you by life was really highlighting that for people and uh, so those are some of the th- themes that were in- shown around the spring equinox and of course that new beginning like releasing the darkness like leaving Pisces leaving the 12th house I don't want to even call it the darkness but like releasing that that backside and stepping into the light of spring stepping into a new beginning planting new seeds taking new action the aries new moon is one of the most powerful new moons we can work with because it's a new astrological year and it's this powerful energy of like beginning cardinal fire of aries i will be hosting a ceremony so you can um you, I'll, I'll put it in the keynotes to grab your if you want to join divinity or i'll have a, a keynote uh, in the keynote of this podcast a one-time ticket as well for you so you have both options um and you get a full replay if you can't come live so that's just coming up really really soon so that's something really powerful to watch out for another thing i want to speak about is cleaning out your home not only cleaning it out but up leveling it okay i'm going to give you an example so around that time around the 20th my husband was like we need to like we we, I, we we in our home have like a wellness area meditation area um i host ceremonies there if you come to ceremonies you might notice i'm sitting inside of a copper pyramid this is like because it's a powerful energy conduit and it also brings the energy to a point so it directs it so i sit under there and we have like i have an altar and um you know all my sound bowls my drum drums i have like a like a actual like bit wider drum and then this thing that looks like a drum but it's called something else i don't know at the top of my head my little shaker and my like i don't even it's not even a rat i guess kind of like a rattle this like 
wooden instrument thing, all that kind of stuff there. And the area was getting like a little bit dusty because when it's very sacred, I have like all my intentions and things in that area from, from rituals and ceremonies that I, like I was speaking of earlier. And whenever we have someone, whenever we, we, we clean our house or we have someone come deep clean it every so often, I always tell them to avoid that area because it's very sacred and I have all my like intentions and stuff there, right? But it was getting dusty and we had like wax on the altar because I burned candles and um, like pillar candles and we, he was like, we need to clean and that sparked this like spring cleaning thing that we had this last previous week. And it's so powerful to do this. We went through our home and just removed anything that felt old sticky and not representative of this new energy that we want to bring into our lives and so for me that looked like cleaning out my closet and like literally getting things and donating them normally I used to do quite often <clears throat> I would do like bundles so I'd get like 10 pieces of clothing and sell them for like let's say in the $300 in the value but the value in there like <clears throat> would be way way above that like an average piece of clothing in there could be like $200 you know 100 200 and it was a really good way because I was able to get rid of clothes that didn't resonate with me, but were also people were able to get like really amazing deals and pieces. But <clears throat> oh my gosh, sorry, I'm coughing. The sandwich just called to donate it. And so I like cleaned all that out. We like did that. We also just um we also got a rug cleaner and we cleaned it, even though it did not do the best of jobs, by the way. But anyway, which inspired us to change our rug. So we got like a new rug for the wellness area, which is actually coming tomorrow. And we got a new air rug for our uh, master bathroom. So that came today. And we got like, I got inspired to like organize. I have so many Oracle cards and tarot cards, but mostly in the, in, in the wellness area, I have a lot of Oracle cards because I use them inside divinity, um, inside ceremonies. I pull cards at the end for groups. So if you're inside, you know that you get a card reading and I do a card pull. I just divide you into groups or I have to pick a group and I do a card pick a card in there which is really beautiful and I have all these beautiful decks I'm always getting new decks um so I like instead of just having them all laid out I got like an organizer bin for them um yeah we like we had our home deep cleaned it was just yeah it was just really we like went through all of in like our old towels we like or got went through our like any old bedding we like organized the cabinets with the towels this is like married adult stuff I guess um but maybe you're the same like my Mars and Virgo so I love organization um, so like we did that, we ordered like new sheets, new pillows, and just like have a full refresh and bear with it, a lot of intentionality behind it. Not just like, mm, just gonna get something and just to replace it. Like, not like that. It was very intentional. It was like every piece we ordered was like very symbolic of a new energy that we wanted to bring in small things. Like if like it would bother me, like the way we had our spoons and forks organized, this is like Mars and Virgo, Moon and Capricorn type of stuff. And I was like, I just don't like it. Like I want a different organizer. So we got like a really beautiful bamboo organizer and for inside the, for our sport, uh, spoons, and, spoons and forks. I'm just sharing everything I did in case one of it, the things sparks like, it sparks inspiration in you. Um, the next thing I really wanna do is just get rid of a lot of my old workout clothes. I have workout clothes from so long ago and my like m logical mind doesn't wanna get rid of them because it's like, well, just leggings, like I should just keep it. But like when I wear it, it doesn't spark joy. And it's like, if I'm going to every day wake up and put something on that, like if in your life you have an opportunity to spark joy and you're not sparking joy, it may seem like it's not a big deal, but when throughout your day you have 10 to 20 opportunities to spark joy and you don't activate all of them because each one, your logical mind's like, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. 
that reduces that joy in your life in that day. So it might like if I was like, oh, does it doesn't really matter about the spoons and forks? Okay, one. Okay, it doesn't really matter if if the cards are organized. Okay, it doesn't really matter if I'm wearing the workout clothes I want. Okay, it doesn't really. But then all those add up, and so when you go through your day, there is way less enjoyment. But if you up level each small thing like even something small you get mugs or glasses that you like for your coffee or tea and then you like get a little organizer bin that you like like if you add small bits of joy throughout your day you're like then each day you have 10 extra more moments of joy then compound that in a month compound that in a year and years like it makes a huge difference and so um we did that and everything was like I said very conscious with intention of the kind of new energy we wanted to bring in like it was just really really inspiring to do it was kind of a lot <laughs> to be honest like it's cleaning and cleaning out in theory it's like oh it's so nice we're gonna clean up but like it was kind of a lot to kind of clear everything out well you know not not to say a lot but you know it was, you know there's some some effort behind there and getting getting this rug thing but it was so worth worth the effort that we did put into it because it created a new energy so I really invite you to do that in your home a get, get rid of stuff you don't use like if you're not using it just freaking get rid of it like unless you are going to use it at some point it's very valuable you know obviously you know use your logical mind in that sense but like just so many things like so many clothes that I had like that literally I've gotten from a while ago or if I was in the fashion space for so long so I had a lot of clothes that was sent and so like um it's just like the thing that but things that didn't resonate with me like did not feel like I like basically if I wouldn't buy it now I then it's like it's a no for me does that make sense like if it wasn't a lot if I wouldn't rebuy that item today then it probably doesn't resonate with me because the clothes that I love I look at and I'm like I would rebuy that today like if I saw even the shirt I'm wearing right now if I saw this shirt I would rebuy it like if I saw this glass I would rebuy it if I saw this crystal I'd rebuy it. if I saw this coasters I'd rebuy it so you know it's not in alignment with your energy when you probably wouldn't rebuy it. I mean, obviously there's nuances to that, but just begin to, yeah, refresh and begin to clean out that space. And then the the concept is rebirth. It's not only the death of the old, but a, a, an opening or building or a actualizing of the new. So step one, remove the things in your home and your space that don't resonate with you. And step two, when you, if you, and if you do replace them or bring something new in a, as a symbol, even if you don't buy new bedding and new stuff get like um, a book a vase of fresh flowers and and and, and set an intention for them like this is the new energy i'm bringing into my life and sit, like meditate with them set an intention for the flowers put them in your home like really create that symbolism of i release this old stuff and this is a new energy i'm bringing into my life that's really really powerful to do and yeah, just being like really honest with yourself about things that, that do and don't spark joy to us. And it's also just a symbolism, in, to my, in my opinion, of when we can't get rid of stuff that we literally don't like or use, of how we cling on to things in our literal lives. Like, and even though that's literal too, but like patterns that don't serve us, people that don't serve us. It's like, you literally, this thing does not serve you. You don't even like it. You wouldn't even rebuy it. You're not even using it, but it's so hard to get rid of, right? So it's like, it kind of allows us to remove and like physically, um, with, with symbolism get rid of those things that, that that don't serve us in a way which is really really powerful that's something I really invite you to do um in this Aries season and the final kind of thing I wanted to speak about which I spoke about lightly and I also made an Instagram live about this today so if you want to kind of listen to a little bit more like you're liking the vibe you want to hear a bit more about what I'm about to speak about tune into that one it's like 54 minutes it's pretty juicy um, I know like most people always tell me that they love podcasts, but I still like doing lives. I don't know what it is because sometimes for me watching a video of someone speak is really powerful. So I like having those as well. 
um, because they're unedited and you can see even these podcasts I rarely edit if I edit I usually cut out when I'm like having a sip of water or coffee or much or whatever beverage I'm drinking at the time um some yuzu lemon lemonade I don't know have I even had yuzu lemonade I've had like a yuzu ice cream from Malibu Farm in Newport once it was really good anyway circling back <laughs> Gemini mind um I only really cut that out or if like I pause um if I'm thinking about a point but but in general it's just nice to watch someone for me unedited because it just like shows that the way that they flow and share and speak but that is like I said merging that inner feminine and inner masculine this is, if you didn't know, I moved my course back a little bit because it's supposed to begin right back when I got back from the retreat, which is a brazy business move on my behalf because I had the retreat. I came back and on that Sunday, I ran my six-month um, mastermind and coaching certification program, Lust. And then on Monday, we had the spring equinox ceremony. So like I got back, had that, had that. It was kind of nonstop for a bit. And I was like, and then what and wealthy was supposed to begin on that 22nd. So I... And my my Mars and Virgo really thought she could do it. That I was like, okay, retreat, lust, equinox ceremony, wet and wealthy. And so it was just too much on my body. And I, whenever I host anything, I want to show up fully. Like even recording this podcast, I want to show up fully for you. And so I moved it back to, it's now beginning April 12th. So when you're listening to this, two weeks from today, it'll begin. So if you have not gotten inside and you've, or if you, first of all, if you've heard about it and you haven't gotten inside, then definitely get inside before it begins. And if you you don't even know what I'm talking about and you're like, what is this? I will share a little bit about it with you. Um, so it's an eight-week course. It's beginning April 12th and it will run through June 7th. It is every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Whether you come live to every single one or you come when you can, you can get access to the full replays of every single module. So you get to keep the entire course. Um, and really it's focused on, I mean, it's focused on many, many, many things. I even like, it's just, it's such an immersive offering. Oh my gosh. Let me just take a sip of coffee or water. I have some water and coffee here. It's kind of a myriad of things, right? Um, the biggest things that it really is, it's focused on integrating your inner masculine inner feminine for and i wrote here a paradigm shift from hustle and following formulas to honoring your own energy cycles and flows and co-creating a monetized structure that supports your wealth growth and expansion i was just trying to wait it's so juicy and jam-packed in a way i don't say jam-packed but so filled to the brim with such amazing work inside that it was like i don't even know how to like i was like i have to even write out all the things uh, change your identity and beliefs around you, your money and your wealth, make money your level, lover, heal your relationship. We're going to work on the abundance worthiness cycle, uh, which if you are in wealth, uncover the masterclass, you know what I'm talking about. Honor your soul and find your secret sauce, a safe space to untangle the icky and turn it into your finest elixir with joy and ease. Those are just some of the, the bullet points there. Ultimately, it's this course, this eight-week container where we will be kind of unraveling those two archetypes. I always see with my clients and with people I work with that most people are are in one archetype and have not integrated the other. So let me just give you some examples. They're super in their feminine, but then they begin to feel unmotivated, passive, like I said, like life's passing them by, even depressed, resentful, like because they're not feeling like anything's happening. And so they're kind of staying in this space. Or we see the opposite, right? We see the push, hustle, make it happen, action taking, you give me five steps, I do 20, kind of above and beyond archetype which I really relate with this is what I feel like I was 
in in business and like for this is how I feel like I was for a long time I think for me it stemmed from um in in high school I was like very high high achiever I took like all almost all so many AP classes I was you know doing SAT training like all the way I was such like an achiever I think that, that gets embedded in us as children as well but that's a whole other conversation so we have that dynamic but which can lead to burnout to overdoing to not feeling juicy not feeling sexy not feeling inspired like just feeling like 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 you're you're doing and you're successful but like you're not feeling that excitement in life or that pleasure that like bliss that like connection that fulfillment to spirit like that like oozing of like life is so juicy and fun life begins to become dry to be honest is the best way to put it and what I find is that teachings are very split either they're super feminine teachings which are like eat strawberries lay naked in your sun touch your pussy and like everything will come to you and then there's the ones that are like take action non-stop wake up it's your passion it's your dream don't forget bitch like let's get up like very like very masculine right we see a lot of masculine leaders with that kind of energy and the thing is people what happens is we resonate with what we mostly are so if we're mostly feminine then we usually will become attracted to those super feminine teachings and if we're more feminine if we're more masculine and this we can look through astrology and we will do so inside wet and wealthy um but then we get attracted to those masculine teachings but we end up coming out unfulfilled either way because they're not addressing the whole of what we are it's like they're just reactivating that 60 or 50 or whatever percentage you are that archetype masculine or feminine but it's not nourishing you fully so you take the feminine course and you might enjoy it but then you're like okay well how do i actually make things happen or you take the non-stop action course and you apply it and it works for a little bit but then you get burnt out and you're like this is not sustainable i can't like live by pushing myself all the time like that's just not a way to live maybe yeah in the short term to push through a period of your business or through a launch or something okay but it's not the way to live and that's because we need to integrate the two and that's what we're going to be doing inside wet and wealthy we'll be guiding you through so many techniques and modalities and ways to apply it to your life and we're going to be talking a lot about theories and so many teachings so that you can integrate those two archetypes in your life like literally tangibly not just like we're going to talk about it but you're going to see changes in your life as you integrate those two parts of you and you're going to see such drastic changes if you apply yourself to and really align and listen to yourself and nourish yourself as you do it um you know to the best of your ability when you begin to do this so that's kind of one big pillar is that like we can't ignore the other like yes the feminine juicy sexy we need it and yes the masculine firm grounded structure we need it but we need to integrate the two we can't just like look at them I'm say separately but we can't just like activate one and then just think that oh because we activate one the other part will just like tag along it's like we need to nourish both sides of ourselves so what and wealthy will be just allowing you to kind of like release that paradigm of force struggle like push make it happen like over scheduling overdoing make like almost like in a race to win energy and instead realign you with your own magnetism so to find what that unique balance is within you within your energy finding okay what's how how where like how what's what, what are my masculine energetics what are my feminine energetics where where am i more of what and how can in my life i create the polar opposite of that so i create magnetism so if i'm more feminine and less masculine how can in my life can i implement then more masculine and then a little bit feminine to nourish 
a little bit of that masculine masculine energetic right how we can create that magnetism in our in our world we'll be working with that a lot and you'll begin to see huge changes in, in your life genuinely i'm taking a sip of coffee here because when you begin to bring these two energetics into union things change things magnetize opportunities come your way you feel fulfilled you feel pleasure you know how drake said <laughs> life is good and you, you know you attract other people who are integrated in these two aspects if you're wanting to manifest a partner you're more likely to attract a partner who has these two more integrated than not uh, it's really beautiful and then of course a lot of powerful work around money your relationship with money and wealth we're really going to shift into wealth consciousness as well as talk about tangible ways to create wealth in your life this course is really life-changing and I, I don't run courses just to run them if you know me you know the last course I ran like I said was six months ago the last eight-week course so whenever I create something it's really powerful and life-changing and um oh, it's three 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 right now and I really want to invite you inside. I don't know the next time I will run an eight-week course will be. Like I said, it's very intuitive for me. It's when I really feel it's time. I also love running courses during this time, which is aka Aries season, Gemini season. Sorry, Aries, Taurus, and Gemini season. Yeah, Aries, Taurus, and Gemini. Aries, Taurus, and Gemini season because of some of the beautiful energy to work with. Aries, that action-taking cardinal fire. Taurus, that grounded, really focused on the material building, right? Like really creating a solid foundation and like kind of regrounding ourselves into the material realms. And then Gemini, of course, that duality, polarity, that communication. That's going to be really beautiful. That light and dark as well. It's going to be really beautiful energetics to play with. So if you've, if you've taken my eight-week courses before, you will love this one. If you've, especially if you've taken the throne, this is like the next level. I think you'll really enjoy this. And if you haven't, then I really invite you. It's a really powerful way to work with me, whether you've just been in divinity for a bit or you've come to ceremonies here and there. And especially if you've just listened to podcasts or listened to lives and you've never immersed yourself in my work, my podcasts and in my lives are like genuinely 1% of the work that we do inside courses, obviously, right? It's like here I'm just speaking about what we do and there we do it it's like me telling you about a workout class and then the actual workout class right I love I love creating free content like podcasts and lives because I'm able to share information and really speak to the work that we do and why it's needed and all this stuff and then inside the containers is where it really happens where the magic happens or the magic can happen anywhere but it's where you know I'm there with you and guiding you leading you and um supporting you through the process as as much best as I can, best of my ability. And so, if if you if you're like I want to work with you, I want to be inside your stuff. Definitely join this because this is live. I really love when I'm able to run things live, um, and it's going to be absolutely out of this world. So it is called Wet and Wealthy. I'll have the link in the keynotes. You can read all about it. You can read if it's a match for you. Feel into it. Feel how it feels. And I would love to have you inside, truly. It's just going to be absolutely amazing. It's going to shift your, your paradigm. It's going to help you integrate your inner masculine and feminine. It's going to shift your relationship with money and especially your relationship to wealth and hopefully align you with wealth consciousness and provide you with tips, tools, and techniques to begin building wealth in your life. And yes, I through, through, through activating your wealth consciousness. Wow, what an episode today. <laughs> we went through a lot. I had a lot to share. I had a lot to say. Um, it's just so beautiful to be on here with you. 
I think I'm going to do another episode soon. I'm going to have more guests on and things like that. So stay tuned for more episodes. If you're not following this podcast, make sure you follow it so you'll get notifications. And like I said, make sure you stay updated with me on Instagram. I know like social media where everyone's promoting themselves. I get it. But that's genuinely where I share everything. So if you ever want to be up to date on ceremonies, magic causes, retreats, anything like that. Also, side note, if you want a taste of Wet and Wealthy, grab the Wealth Uncovered Masterclass. I'll put it in the link down below. It's two hours. I got you, guide you through your own process through techniques and channeled methods. It's really powerful. Um, then you can get a taste if you, if you would like Wet and Wealthy or not. This is Wealth Uncovered is just a masterclass, but if you take that and you like it, you'll love uh, Wet and Wealthy. So it's just a little taste of what will be inside. But yeah, on Instagram, I try to I keep you posted, you know, with everything that's going on, all the, all the opportunities, offerings, everything like that. So follow me on there. Oh, so much energy moved through me this episode. It was so honored, honoring to be here with you. So beautiful. I love you so much. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you have a beautiful week and I'll see you. Also, if you have time, leave me a review. I know those are really, really great. And I always forget to ask. So if you have some extra time, I'd love to you to leave me a review. And with that being said, I love you so, so, so much. And I will see you next week on Unlimited Abundance.